Okay, so first, uh, how are you? How how are we? It's been a week, more than a week, mm-hmm. since we first recorded the first one. But as we record this, we have not yet published the first episode. So, yeah. <laughs> we should. How are you? We can. We can publish. Um, I'm yeah, doing we- great. Doing great. I just came from outside, actually. I remember I mentioned in the last episode that um, I hadn't gone out in such a long time, the kids and I. But with the new quarantine uh, policies, I guess, or setup, it's. I think it's more doable now. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, yeah, I just, I, I also had a chance to go out Yay. to go grocery shopping. Yay. Yes, and interestingly, sorry about that. Interestingly, I mean, I was expecting, because it's now called GCQ, right? Like general quarantine. quarantine. It's not as strict as the ECQ and the MECQ where most businesses are not allowed to operate but now there are more of them that are allowed to operate and and because of that more people are on the road and you know going to work um i i was expecting that and be out there like in the grocery in um just in the road yeah but apparently it's not the case um we experienced just a very um I mean, the traffic was not so bad, and the, and you know, or because I live in, along Ortigas Extension, and it's like the craziest road here in Pasig. Um, yeah, I was expecting it's gonna be worse, but then it, it was okay. We went out around nine in the morning. Um, I think generally the public is just cautious, more at ease right now. It's yeah, they're cautious, but at the same time, they're not as panicking anymore. Like when, when I mean, the novelty of the virus, I think, eventually died down. Like, because we already know what to do, right? Like, we, we just do social distancing. Practice good hygiene. Yeah. We wash our hands and just sanit- yeah, sanitize everything. Unlike before, when we're just so paranoid about everything, like, we, we won't even go out or. Yeah, we just avoid get going out altogether. Now, it's like if it's essential, then yeah, we really don't have any choice. And honestly, it's really not realistic to really lock yourself at home. It's also not real. It's not I very healthy too for for your mental. Well, I health. I yeah. agree. So, uh, I agree. Yeah. Although I gotta say, I'm one of the paranoid ones. I mean, if this virus doesn't go away anytime soon or 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 at least we don't have a vaccine or something that we can hang on to really to combat this then i would definitely Mm -hmm. stay at home like mental health mental health or not i'm staying at home because for me it's not about because I used to think that way. I used to think, you know, I'm going to go crazy. If I stay at home, I'm going to go crazy. So I really need to go out. And I really need to, um, you know, just get myself out there and under the sun, right? But then mm-hmm. I realized mm-hmm. from watching the news and watching, you know, um, 
different governments from across the world the world talking about it uh, they really pointed out that it's not about you you know getting sick when you go outside it's about you infecting others if you're asymptomatic so that's when it when i when it mm-hmm. dawned on me that mm-hmm. oh okay so you know i i i could go outside if i wanted to um you know and not care about my health but then i'd be jeopardizing everybody else's health you know i may i may be jeopardizing everybody else's health so that's what it dawned on me so if this Right. That so if this so this true. if this GCQ doesn't work, and so far here in the Philippines the numbers seem to be rising, then um, I would yeah. gladly go back to you know keeping the kids at home and yeah. going crazy along with them. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we're all in survival mode right now, and honestly, I don't think. I mean, if if they did not change it. From ECQ to GCQ, and you know, if 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 we're still not allowed to go out, I'm okay we have with no that. Choice. I mean, we can we can just go crazy and, and, and yeah, we we don't have a choice, and we're in survival mode. Um, we'd rather do other things. I mean, of course, we can say this because we're privileged, like we mm-hmm. can have things delivered at home, while the others simply could not afford that. But being in this position, I think. Yeah, we we have that option, and if you're given an option, of course you you'll pick the better one, you know, the one that's safer for you. And yeah, so but I think I don't know. I mean, I stopped watching the news just because it's I don't know. I, I it doesn't change anything if I know how many cases we we gain per day, except that it adds to my anxiety, you know, to my anxiety, and it's really not helping, especially I'm pregnant. I don't. I try to really filter what I see from the news, but I just think that um, we're not improving in terms of numbers. So sad. And it, yeah. And it seems like we're really, we're we're not we're we're nowhere close to you know eradicating you know, this virus. I have a question about that. So, um, I wanted to get your thought on this real quick. So somebody mentioned to me something like how so a friend of mine mentioned to me about uh, something about how in the states um, there are groups of people. And again, I'm this this is just something that a friend passed on to me. So I'm not really clear on the details. But but this friend of mine was saying in the states there's a group of people who are. Um, I forget what you call it. They're pushing for. Uh, he heard that. Like heard. I forget. Heard immunity. There you go. Something like that. Like if you don't have the yeah. vaccine, then maybe try herd immunity. Do you know what that is? Um, I don't. I have a very, very. <laughs> how do you call it? I mean, I did not research about it, but I keep. I keep seeing it in in so many mm-hmm. discussions online, but I I mean you know audience correct me if I'm wrong or like I don't know reach out to us if I'm talking nonsense. But from what I know, it's the idea is that when exposed. more people are getting sick and eventually become yeah exposed and eventually gain the the, the antibody for the virus, it somehow be- becomes contagious. I mean the antibody, like 
you pass it on to your family and everyone becomes immune eventually. But that's, of course, I mean, in the States, I mean, 100,000 already died in the yeah, more than so sorry to hear more that. More than 100,000. So, so, yeah, they're relying on herd immunity in the sense that, oh, so that much people was affected, was infected, and they eventually got well. Then they probably already have the antibody for that and probably spread. You know, it, it will, it will like stop. The antibody will be. I don't know if it spreads, but the idea is that eventually everyone will just be strong enough, like gain the immunity against the virus. So That's again, interesting because my friend was like comparing like, it to yeah. um, chickenpox and how some people would let like have some some sort of chickenpox party. So that everybody's exposed to it, and then there's nobody left to mm-hmm. uh, combat it anymore yeah. because everybody has already been exposed. Yeah. Something like that. And I remember thinking, yeah, but what about those who are mm-hmm. vulnerable to it? I mean, like with chickenpox, you can't expose somebody who's already vulnerable to chickenpox, or you can't expose like a kid whose mom is pregnant to chickenpox. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It was just a very interesting yeah. concept, and I. And I was, and and I started thinking after that. Okay, um, maybe it'll get to a point where, uh, because it's already happening, it might already be, you know, what people are doing because it's already there. It's already happening. There's no stopping it. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I've seen the videos, the interviews of people going to the beaches, and it's just interesting how they view things like. Oh, if you'll die, you'll die. If it's your time, it's your time. I'm not gonna let this virus like lock me, at, at you know, like forbid me or like hinder me from doing or, or do, going on with my life, something like that. So like, yeah, they're they're hanging out on beaches, they're just vacationing and like enjoying life. Really? Like YOLO. Okay. So yeah, I've seen those interviews. So it's really interesting. So yeah, um, I guess that's it. We just simply live each day, oh, definitely one at a time, and just survive and just you right. know continue to be safe for our families. You, yeah, you have you have kids at home. I have a kid and a baby on the way, so it's really a tough situation. But then you yeah, know, we gotta do what we gotta do. Yep. So on to the next. Portion, we talked about our weekly win. Hello. So let's talk about our wins. Um, I'll go Let ahead. Go first. first. Yeah, I actually have two wins, so I need to be able to discuss them briefly. My first win will be that I was able to. So, you guys know I work from home, right? I'm, but I I don't remember I mentioned that I worked as a human resources. Manager for an IT company in the U.S. So my win is being able to hire um, an assistant, and I'm just excited because she will be starting tomorrow. It's also a remote setup. She's also mm-hmm. from here in Manila, but she has tons of HR experience. Not really, not a lot. Has experience in different HR facets. So I think I thought wow. that was interesting. Some sort of an HR generalist. Okay, that's um, what I was gonna say. And, a generalist. Yeah, and when 
it was just interesting because when I, when I was hiring for one, when I was looking for one, we didn't really require any experience. I thought, you know, we can just train because everything is, is everything can be taught. And but then, you know, I, I I'm just glad to to have found someone who has all of those. And um, from from what I heard, I mean, from from the application process, it seems like she's highly organized and really. Um, has really great attention to details and great communication skills. So I'm so excited to, to work with her, to start training her tomorrow. Wow, congratulations. And, yeah, thanks. And the other one, I think I'm halfway done with preparing the baby stuff. So we bought, we bought an extra air conditioning unit today for, for the other room. Cool. We only have two rooms in the house, and only the other, the only one of the rooms have air conditioning. Is this the and baby room where you bought the um, air conditioning? We're thinking of converting it into a an office, so I won't have to work where people are sleeping. Oh, right. really oh, I thought you already had an office at home, like an office My space. My office is downstairs. So what happens is that I leave everyone upstairs and go downstairs and work. But then, if if I have a newborn, I'm anticipating that I she really needs to be like arm to reach, literally. Yeah. If I if I'm gonna breastfeed her, mm -hmm. so I thought it's best to convert the the other room into an office so that she can have be to right the there. Baby, yeah, she's just right there. And yeah, we're. Uh, we have, I mean, all my orders from Amazon was, was received oh, yay. in LA, so I'm excited. They're boxing it now and, you know, should be on the way here in a few weeks. Okay. And, yeah, I think I have, I have, I'm just waiting for a few more items to arrive and I should be able to prepare for the hospital bag and the waiting game is on. We're literally, like, tomorrow, um, I'm just four weeks away from being full term oh so that it's really exciting we're we're excited oh i'm yeah, I, i'm excited with you guys we're excited for you guys we pray for you uh, every oh. night um oh thank you yeah so uh real quick i also it's funny that you said you had two wins i was gonna say that i had three wins but then oh, wow. i think three yeah. is too much so let's stick to two as well <laughs> um my win my first one oh gosh i hope i remember my first one is the job that um, I have currently. So, like I mentioned last in the last podcast, um, I recently left my my work. Uh, I recently left the company I was working for, and I was in that company for about ten years. I was training manager there, took the leap of faith, and um, you know resigned. And that's my first win. My first win is that this week is my last week with the company. Uh, yeah, so I'm I'm so excited that I'm done. Um, I, I love that company. So don't get me wrong, I love the company that I came from. But you know, it's been ten years. Uh, my priorities have changed, and I really can't be working the way I was working back then. And I felt that it wasn't providing me. Um, the flexibility I needed to be with my husband, my kids, and all these things. So 
that's my first win. My first win is that this week is my last week. Um, another thing that, uh, and, and related to that, I, I'm so happy because uh, when you turn 10 years with this company that I'm talking about, it's a, it's a BPO, it's a pretty big BPO. When you turn 10 years, um, they give you um, a pretty nice watch um, as mm-hmm. part of your um, your you know your your tenure package, mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah, I remember. Right. So uh, I thought that because I had resigned before the uh, event, wherein they would give away these these watches to all those who turn 10 years, 15 years, etc. I thought that okay, I wouldn't be getting my watch, but I asked if I would still be getting this um, company watch, which I've always wanted. Uh, one of the reasons why I stayed so long because you know I, I just wanted <laughs> I just wanted to be able to say hey, you know I I have like a little memorabilia from the company that I've yeah. spent ten years of my life at. Uh, so I asked if I could still. Uh, have the watch and then they said yes so I'm pretty happy about that yay yes. what's the brand though is that how you pronounce it I don't, or it's a different brand now? no so it's different brands but definitely it's some sort of Swiss watch I, I think that's what oh. they call it it's like some Swiss watch whether it's Tussauds or yeah I, I'm, I'm I forget what the other brands were that they had sponsored uh, that they had bought in the last few years but um, yeah they're pretty good watches and but that's not what's important for me what's important for me is that it'll have um, the company logo on it and yeah. you know I wanted that and then my second win is that so while I had right after I had announced my resignation and, and then while I was currently serving my 15 days before my last day with the company uh, I was able to find uh, a job, which I mentioned in the last podcast. I think I mentioned it in the last podcast. I was able to find a freelancing job. So this is very new territory for me. And um, uh, it's it's quite overwhelming. It's quite new. Um, it's still a struggle. I'm still trying to get a hang of things, the, the hang of things. But I'm so happy because the client, uh, my client who I, who I'm working for currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he hired me initially, he had hired me as a virtual assistant, and mm-hmm. uh, he wanted me to do like simple stuff, like tran- transcription stuff, uh, or transcribe, transcri- transcribing stuff. Uh, when he saw my background, he saw that I had background in training. He asked if I could help him write um, a workbook for a really a good book for for this mm-hmm. this writer. Anyway, this I, I'm not a writer, you know. Then you know this. Like I would tell you, like <laughs> before, I'd say to you, "Gosh, I don't like writing, or I don't write because you know it, it takes so much patience, and I just don't have that patience. I don't have access to that amount of patience, and it's not my passion. Uh, but I just I, I said, you know, let's try it. Uh, I'd, l- I'd love to learn something new. I decided to work with him on the workbook. I would write um, like pages and pages of stuff. <laughs> and um, I'm so happy that, you know, he would t- 
tell me, like he would praise the, the work I do. He'd say, hey, this is really good stuff. I like it. Keep it going. And then he even gave me a bonus. He even gave me a bonus because he appreciated uh, the writing that I did. So yeah, those are my two wins, both work-related, but um, wins nonetheless. Yeah, and imagine if writing is your passion. But it's not. I mean, you're acing it. <laughs> you're acing it now that it's not your passion. Just imagine if it's some if you're doing something that you really love. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? That's a really good point. So hopefully, you know, I'll find my niche in this uh, freelancing world, this work from home world, and then you know, just like what you did, maybe I'll find something out there that I really love. Oh, you will. And then uh, yeah. yeah, it's gonna be great. It's only a matter of time, you will. Okay, so on to our next. Yay! We're now at our next segment, which is Raves and Faves. This is my favorite. This is my favorite. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite part of the whole thing. Is it Fave. Yes, but but I'm kind of worried because do you think we'll ever run out <laughs> of talking? No. You know, because no. like no. I was Not trying to think happen. about what to talk about, what to talk about today, and I was like, hmm, I only have like two or three items yet, so I don't know. But anyway, go ahead. Why don't you go first? <laughs> okay. Um. I have a lot to choose from because, you know, I've been into so many things mm-hmm. lately. But I'm going to pick maybe the one that's more life-changing. Ooh, life-changing. Um, yeah, it's something different. So, see, I'm about to give birth in a couple of weeks, four, four to six weeks. Um, and so, in the hospitals now with COVID and everything, it's different. Like, before when I gave birth, you won I had a doula and Ralph was with me so I was completely supported um I think he also did it in the HRPU yeah if I remember correctly um so it's it's uh it's a room where it's a private room you don't you don't labor together with other moms so I don't know I have not yet spoken with my OB about you know about this the setup now that we have COVID protocols but I have started preparing for, for you know, okay. for the worst. I mean, not really the worst, but yeah. I mean, I might labor okay. alone and oh. might deliver alone with with. Uh, remind so, me, remind me to tell you later about my sister-in-law who just gave birth recently, same hospital. But go ahead. Oh, yeah. So, um, I started researching about. How to manage pain, uh, not painful, but like not a painless birth, if that makes sense. Because I, I had unmedicated birth with you one, right? No, so, you were so brave. Girl, no you nothing. didn't take any drugs. That. <laughs> yeah, but of course it wasn't easy, but you know, it, it was doable. But now that, now that times have changed and like I'm... I'm four years older now um, and I don't know you know I have I also have other medical issues right so um, I was looking at options to, to help me like support myself okay. during labor 
and I have found I've always read about this. I mean, during my first pregnancy, I already I already I've already read about hypnobirthing. Hypnobirthing. But now, yeah, now is the time that I researched about it, and it's really okay. interesting. So basically, it's hypnosis. Well, duh. It's, you know, it's, it's, I sort of figured. Yeah, but <laughs> but. I really, I never really understood what it, what the fuss is about, but it, it was pretty popular in my circle of mommy friends. Um, having attended different childbirth classes, and now we have attended like online classes. Um, so I started reading about it, and I started downloading or like streaming it in in an audio book, um, okay format, and I have found this. It this one is called Calm. Calm Childbirth, a hypnobirthing program by Nicola Haslett. So I listened to it through Scribe, but there are a lot of of audio or is it a pod? No, not like audio stuff like this in in Spotify or in other in other like uh, sources. But I listened to this through Scribe because I I'm Scribe. Scribe. And so. What I do, what so it has three chapters, and I listen to it every night. So what it does, it's just, I mean, the first few nights that I was listening to it, nothing special. Like, of course, you you get to relax. It's like someone talking to you about great concepts about how your body is able, how your uterus is made to do its okay. job, blah blah blah. You you know those, you already right. know those things. But then it's amazing how it really changes your perspective, like. I think it was on the third or fourth night that I started waking up more energized and more um, convinced that, yeah, I mean, God put this baby inside my womb and He allowed my body to nourish it and to to grow this baby. Of course, He will. Um, enable me or strengthen my body too, so that it's able to deliver the baby without any sort of intervention. If if it's not really necessary, I mean, I'm not saying I'm against any of those. I'm just talking about like consent. Like if it's not necessary and if it's doable that I'm able to do everything without some sort of drugs, then that's that's my that's what I want for my birth. So it's. Just amazing because the the my four year old also started. Um, so so there was a time when I didn't have my headset when when we went to bed. So I had no choice but to put it on loudspeaker. <laughs> you one started loving it. I mean, he started memorizing some of the really of, like what of, of the author. So there was just there was this specific specific line that she was um, um, repeating. All throughout the the, the audio, um, it's something. It goes something like, um, "I am calm, centered, and in control." Okay. So it's like a mantra you say to yourself. I'm not sure about the term ma- mantra. The word mantra. I don't really use it. Yeah, but it's just you know, it's it's um, it's uh, what do you what do you call that? It's it's a self. It's a form of self encouragement. That you, you know, when you remind yourself that you are calm, you're safe, and you're doing this, this is a natural thing that occurs, and it started occurring millions of years ago. You know, billions of mothers have already given birth, 
So this is nothing spectacular, and you know, if you're a mom, you're built to do this. So. So you so you don't yeah, have a doula now for this birth. I I don't think they will allow. Yeah, I don't think so. Yes. Either. Yeah. So I'm preparing for that. It's really a mind game. I mean, when I had a doula, it's the same. It's also a mind game. It's just that someone was there to to force you to like drink water or like remind you to breathe. But if you're prepared enough, I I just think that you'll be able to do it. I mean, I know a lot of moms who did it alone. Right. I mean, they didn't have a doula. They didn't have a husband with yeah. them. So I can do that too. Definitely, I, I know you this can. Is special circumstance. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my fave part. Okay. That you know, I love this hypnobirthing program that I found. All right. Did you have to pay for it? Like, how much was it? Is it? No, no, no extra cost because it's it's part of of my subscription to Scribe, okay. and I pay for Scribe like ten dollars. Scribe, Scribe is like Audible. I so, mean, what is it? Yeah. Oh, it is. it's another. Yeah. It's, it's like, like Audible. Audible. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. So that? mine is pretty simple. I mean, um, if we have any anybody from the states listening in or any first world country, they might think. This is strange, but uh, so my my latest um, fave is this water purifier that we got. Uh, yeah, so when we were when the quarantine first had when it had first started, um, we were really struggling with the idea of what to do to get water and all that. You know, I used to be a I used to be a doomsday prepper and. One of the things I learned when I when I had those moments um, thinking about uh, emergency bags and preparing for the worst to come was that uh, the first thing that would go would m- most probably go would be water, drink drinking water, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. when this situation with the pandemic happened, I was telling my husband, I was telling him, hey. Uh, I think we really need to um, stock up on water and make sure that we have good drinking water um, available anytime, especially since we have a baby. And that's what we did, right? Uh, we stocked up on a lot of water. And here in the Philippines, you know, water, branded uh, water comes, it doesn't come cheap. It's something that mm-hmm. you need to uh, pay a lot of money for. Um, so people don't normally buy branded water but we needed that because we have a baby anyway uh, so we had stocked up on water and um, that was primarily being used for uh, the, the baby but we needed water for ourselves right so we would have mm-hmm. these five gallon plastic bottles uh, where which we would bring out to like a water station have it refilled bring it back use it mm-hmm. up and then you know do the whole thing all over again and i was telling my husband you know i don't think we should keep doing this because we're just exposing ourselves to whatever's out there number one number two um these water bottles we've been using we've been using them for over four months i mean i'm sure there's got to be like microplastic in there or something you know yeah um, so i was yeah. telling him you know i think it's time that we really consider getting a water purifier um, and i've been seeing a lot of it on the internet here in the philippines um, 
seeing a lot of uh, folks purchasing these water purifiers. We wanted to get one before, but um, most water purifiers are huge, at least the ones that we knew of. So when this mm-hmm. this um, water purifier came, and you know, I don't want to. I don't want to talk about the brand because I'm not endorsing it or anything. Um, you can very well get any water purifier out there, um, which is safe and um, has uh, several purification um, layers or levels. But the reason why I love this one and the reason why we got it in the first place was because this thing is tiny. I mean, um, relatively, it's tiny. You just place it beside your sink and then you attach mm-hmm. uh, the I don't know what you call it. You attach the little box with the mm-hmm. with the uh, the part where the, the purified water comes out, and then um, that's basically it. You just press a button, clean water comes out. You drink it right off the tap. So I was saying uh, at the beginning of this, I was saying that uh, maybe our friends from the states or other first world countries might think this strange because I know that in first world countries they drink water straight from the tap, right? Uh, here, oh, not 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 really. Oh, I not mean, not in the U.S. Really? No, they buy bottled water there. No yeah. way! I am shocked because when I watch, well, you know, I don't, I haven't been to the U.S. yet, but when I watch movies, that's how I see them do it. I mean, that's how. And that's what I was telling my husband. I was telling him, they, this is the way they do it in first world country countries. Like they go straight to the the tap, and they get their water from there, and they just chug it in. Um, I think it will depend on the state, though, because I'm sure. I mean, I've only been to Las Vegas and um, California yeah. and Los Angeles, so I don't. I mean, both states would buy or drink um, bottled water, but I'm not sure if like in UK it's the same. Oh, okay. Well, I know. In I think in the U.S. it's like that. Primarily, they drink straight from the tap because our relatives in the U.S. would tell us so. So that's how. That's what I thought, oh. right? Like most, most of them would probably yeah. do it that way. And I also watch it in movies and in documentaries, etc. Like I'd see them drinking, drinking straight from the tap. And that's why I said at the beginning of this that um, you guys might think, mm-hmm. you know, this is a little strange that we need water purifiers, but this particular water purifier that we got like i said it's it's like tiny man you just put it right beside your your tap you attach the mm-hmm. contraption to the tap and then it's linked to the um to the uh water purifying unit which has i think four levels of purification and um that's it that's that's all it is mm-hmm. and it fits right at uh, our sink area, right? So I, it's, it was really a blessing for us because now we don't have to go out and buy water. We don't have to refill these um, five-gallon bottles that we've had for like six months. Yeah. And uh, it was really, it, it wasn't, it was, when we bought it, it was on discount because of the pandemic. Um, it's a pretty good brand and um, it uses my favorite things. One of the, the layers of purification uses UV light, um, UVC light. So uh, I love it. I love it. That's my, that's my rave for this. And this do, you, do you change the filter too? Sorry, I'm not, I'm sure, I'm not sure. If- yeah, I'm, I, I'm sure that we'd have to change the filter, but they said that after probably two years, a year and a half to oh. two years, we changed the filter. So it's, 
it's so oh it, i love it because the water purifiers are really good ones that we had been looking at before you know they're huge they're like they're like the um the size of a of a you know a a watering station at the office if you know what i mean mm-hmm. right the ones yeah. with five gallons on top so that's how mm-hmm. most other uh, really good water purifiers uh, look like they take up so much space so when we found this and we realized that hey it has four levels of um, water purification we were like okay let's try it let's get it and now even our kids drink straight from the tap yeah i might i think you are changing my mind about the current filter i mean the filtering system that we're using at home so we have something like that but it's not really you know it's just the what do you call that like the standard filtering system you buy from the grocery okay. and i think we got this one from ace hardware if i'm not mistaken so mm-hmm. it's, it's cheap and it was so easy to install but we changed filters so much like every six months oh all right three three to six months because you see it you see the filters get dark because of how many levels water. of so, like what like purification oh okay all yeah, right two levels um we had an option to buy the three level one but it's gonna crowd the sink and i didn't like that okay. so and i thought why don't we just ch- change the filters more frequently all right and we agreed to just to, to, to just do that but i don't know I'm, i might need you, you might need to send me the link to i will that is what you bought and i might you know like check other options too because um i i mean it, it might help with with a baby right with a new baby coming and yeah so and it's also not so sustainable to keep on buying exactly i'm not sure if it's biodegradable or or like it's recycled. you mean the filter it's, it's really, really yeah the filter we just throw it away oh okay so, well check out other options i mean anyway. you you never know maybe what you have is already works for you guys and all that but um i agree with the baby on the way you might want to check out other options at this point um the reason why i bought this was because i saw um one of the um, bloggers who who uh i like to uh who you know sponsors who who's being sponsored to use some of these things um i saw her mm-hmm. drinking from this and i saw her giving water from from the tap using this purifier water purifier mm-hmm. to her 6 month old baby and um you know she's one of those types who's like really careful about what she gives her kids you know organic mm-hmm. clean natural etc etc um so i thought okay then you know if she's using it on her baby then it might be something i i need yeah. to look into Mm-hmm. So there. Um I think like we took up a lot of time so maybe we move on to the next one. Yeah, but this is this was I mean this is our favorite. Yeah, part, maybe so. we should like, we should It only made sense. We should put more time at this yeah. segment, right? For rave because you know, you can't rave for five minutes. Or you can. I know, I know. <laughs> okay. All right. We are again. Yeah, so we are about to wrap up Last this episode. Stretch. Yep. With an encouragement, hopefully, because we always want to end um positively or like Oh gosh. 
I don't know if mine is gonna be very positive, but um, yeah. Okay, why don't you start? Okay. So let me bring up my my verse. Actually, so I, I don't have much to say in terms of you know encouraging others. Uh, I chose a verse for this, and this verse is more of an encouragement for me. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It does. Uh, but uh, here it goes. Now, when you hear it, you know I hope you you allow me to explain real quick, you know why I chose this verse and um, what it's trying to say or what sure. I think it's trying to say. Right. So it's Isaiah fifty-seven, uh, one to two. The righteous perish, and no one takes it to heart. The devout are taken away, and no one understands that the righteous are taken away to be spared from evil. Those who walk uprightly enter into peace. They find rest as they lie in death. So when you listen to this verse, or when you read this verse, it seems so, I don't know, ominous, or it seems so, so sad. But uh, the reason why I took comfort in this verse and why I'm encouraged by it is because, you know, quite recently, and the reason why I chose this as well, quite recently, um, an apologetist that I, I really admire, um, Ravi Zacharias, yeah. Um, yeah, so he passed away. And I remember I was talking to, you know, my, my group leaders, my D group leaders, or our cell leaders about it. And then we were talking about how sad the situation was. And then... My, uh, my my e-group leader was saying that, you know what, it, it doesn't have to be sad. Um, sometimes people leave this world because, it, you know, there's a higher purpose to that. Because I, I was telling her, I was telling my d-group leader, I was saying, you know, Ravi is, he's doing so much. He's, you know, encouraging so many people and inspiring so many people. Um, it's so sad that you know he's sick and that he has passed away and then uh, my friend said to me you know there might be a higher purpose to that right or there might be a purpose to why he has to pass he has passed away and passed away now with all the things we hear around us the, the number of deaths due to the pandemic it can be so uh, disheartening you know it can be so it can it's can be really depressing thinking about oh so many people have died so many people are dying you know mm -hmm. um, which is why I appreciate this verse because this verse is basically saying you know um, sometimes the good people sometimes good people like like others you know they they pass away they they move on to whatever is next and sometimes there's a there's a bigger purpose to that than what we are understanding right now. Um, a lot of the times we are so saddened that our loved ones pass away, but we don't. So, but we don't take a look at, um, or we don't feel. Uh, we don't allow ourselves to feel like, okay, you know, maybe the suffering has ended, or maybe this person doesn't have to go through this anymore. You know, we don't allow ourselves to look at that side of the coin because we just want to focus on our loss, that we lost this person. Mm -hmm. So this verse encourages me because it's basically saying that, hey, you know what, if, if a loved one passes away, um, obviously that's going to be very sad, that's going to be very, um, it's, it's, it's going to be very painful, but know that there is always a purpose to things 
and that God is in control always. Um, and sometimes, sometimes for many of these folks who do pass away, sometimes it's it's peace that they get, mm -hmm. you know, um, which is the last verse basically. Those who walk uprightly enter into peace. They find rest as they lie in death. So yeah. that's it. You know what? You know what that reminds me of? What? Um, this recent book that I've read. I'm not sure if I've mentioned it, but I remember sharing it in, um, on IG stories before when I was still reading it. Um, it's called Solve for Happy by Mo Gaudat. It talks about happiness basically, but it's like, well, he's an engineer, so, um, and he's crazy about technology, so he kind of explained happiness in, in using math. Okay. Like literally math. Math? Yeah. Wow. So mm -hmm. it was really interesting because he, one of the chapters talked about death and how, because he lost his son. And he, oh. I mean, all throughout the book, he was he was talking about it. Like basically the, the book was made because his son died and oh, it was gosh. it was the fruit of the suffering. So mm. yeah. And when he talked about death, it's so, I, I mean, it's so... It's a different perspective. perspective. It's okay. a different perspective. So, yeah, I thought I thought it's also it would be great if you can also read that. Okay. Sounds interesting. That you know, you know how it feels to lose someone, right? Right. So, I mean, I am not. I have never experienced that yet, but I kind of empathize, and it changed it changed my perspective too about death. So, yeah, that's just a, a book recommendation. Okay. Right send me the details later. Yeah, I'm gonna send it to you. Um, so, but my oh, verse is from Jeremiah 17. Mm -hmm. So the context, I mean, I think the reason I, I'm encouraged by this verse is because the level of ridiculousness of the news that we have right now, both in the national, I mean, local, and not really local, but national and global level, is right. just mm -hmm. crazy. Like it's crazy. Have, it's, yeah, it's insane what's going on in the U.S. and the, the the things that's also happening in our country so sometimes and other countries as well yeah 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 i mean there's just so many things it's not just a pandemic anymore it's, it's snowballed into so many different things and i think probably the pandemic was the beginning but then it impacted us in many different ways that we have started behaving differently so my verse is in Jer from Jeremiah 17, verse 7 to 8. It says here, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in Him. This is an IV version, by the way. Um, they will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. So I just, I don't know, it's this first spoke to me in the sense that you know when you're so disappointed with everything that's going on externally you just can't help but go back to your foundation and if your foundation is Christ like I mean my foundation is Christ um, I'd like to think that most days I'm still dependent on him no matter how busy I get yeah no matter how busy I get with 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 life, right? With work, with motherhood, with, with everything. Um, when you go back to your foundation and you just keep reminding yourself that someone is in control and you put your confidence there, not in anything external, 
and by external I mean like the government or like the people around you right. and even your system. loved ones yeah yeah even your loved ones and the system especially I mean the systems that we have we, we sometimes call them community we call them government we call them education different institutions those are systems that we rely on to to live our life and those will fail because those are man-made so i think i just yes. think this is a great and that reminder. isn't perfect yeah and so this is a great reminder to trust in whoever is in control and god is he has always been in control he is still in control so um i like the part where the verse says um it has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit i think this is a word of encouragement for myself that yeah this we are definitely going through a crisis right now with everything that's going on but it doesn't mean we should stop living and like stop bearing fruit and by that it means you know i i, I needed to to continue being productive in what i do at work and in raising my kids children, yeah. because that's yeah that's the future generation right there it might not be impactful right now the way the way that we parent him but definitely the next generation will be that and i i don't know that many parents uh, are aware of that now that they that we have uh, the time to spend with our kids so i hope that we're using the time to bear fruit and yeah to, to, to just you know um completely trust in him and do our thing while we're still on lockdown essentially i love it very refreshing verse love 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 it yeah so that's it for our episode two that's it i get to eat cake now <laughs> yeah so um again who, if, if we have new audience i mean we don't know yet right if we have not published um, yet published the first <laughs> episode yet but if you hear this and you have opinion and like comments and like yeah. if you were offended by anything that we said oh, let us know not. oh my gosh i mean I, we don't know we were just again and like we mentioned the first episode this is how we talk so this yeah. is just us talking but the difference the difference is we're documenting it right now so let exactly. us know your thoughts and we want and we're you know we're getting better we're trying to figure things out um this is our first podcast together yeah. um, and it's kind of difficult also because we're not um, we're not physically together you know so we have yeah. to work around that but um, we're getting there and yeah just let us know what you guys think and yeah. uh, if you guys want us to talk about anything you know shoot us a, a message and hopefully eventually we'll, we'll announce like how they they're gonna reach us because right now we only have an email address we don't even have social media yet so we'll get there we'll, we'll fix everything <laughs> thank you so okay. much for joining us see you guys next time keep safe